Hi, friends. It's Randy and Jess, and we're going to cut the bullshit. And let's get into women's mental health. Welcome to the podcast, Unapologetically All Over the Place with Randy and Jess, where we talk about women's mental health issues and how it's all normal. This is part of our ADHD series that we'll be exploring throughout 2023. In this episode, we're going to compare ADHD and eating disorders and go over how they are different and how they are also linked and somewhat the same. Right? Totally crazy. Okay, and check out our website, randyandjesspodcast.com for more resources. Oh, and we're also going to talk about why they're often misdiagnosed. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Because you're right, they get missed. Right. Either they're kind of mixed up, overlapped, or you can have both of them at the same time. Or maybe, you know, you think you have one or you might have the other. So have you ever had these thoughts? Why do I always crave carbs and sugar? Why can't I lose weight? Where does the need to eat a ton of food come from late at night? There's a link between ADHD and eating disorders. Yes. So researchers have found a link between ADHD, obesity, being overweight, and eating disorders among adolescents, teenagers, and adults. Right. They're saying that adolescent females are more are going to, oh my gosh, <laughs> adolescent females with ADHD are almost four times more likely to develop an eating disorder right? Because, you know, the way our brains are. So, but before we go into it, let's talk about some eating disorders and like the the main ones and and explain those. Okay. So there's bulimia nervosa, which is, we often say bulimia, but also we call it binging and purging. And so that's by when you eat a bunch and then you binge, which is you're, you feel like uncontrolled and you just want to eat a large amount of food in a short um, period of time. And then you usually have like feelings of like self-loathing and anxiety like after you have binged. And then you can kind of like cause yourself to like throw up because of that. It's also not just throwing up, but True. people will also like they'll do laxatives, excess exercise, They'll fast, they'll use diuretics, whatever it is, to, so they won't gain the weight. Yes. And I would say, like, um, I have a family member who did like the excessive exercising, mm-hmm. and my sister actually found one of her roommates back in college almost dead because she had taken so many Chinese herbal supplements oh. for like a weight loss, like diuretic thing. And she was like, um, basically, her body was like losing all control of everything. She ended up in the ICU for almost like three weeks because my, my sister had found her unconscious in oh, her wow. bedroom because she was doing that. She was so hyper-focused on trying to lose weight. Wow. Anyways, so and then there's anorexia nervosa, which we call anorexia. Yeah. Let's right. go. Uh, she looks at me. I'm like, uh, <laughs> uh, that's uh which okay. is, which is not eating. Yeah. That's so, the starving yourself basically, yeah. right? Just not eating because you don't want to gain weight. And typically people who are with anorexia are very underweight. Yes. And they're just like fearful, yes. so fearful of gain, gaining weight. So there's binge eating, which is about 30% of adults with ADHD are found to be binge eating, yes. right? And um, that's when you eat just a large amount of food. And that kind of goes hand in hand with the bulimia nervosa, nervosa bulimia. Some people just have the bulimia where they binge eat and then they purge. And then some people just binge eat. Right. And binge eating typically is what leads to obesity, Mm -hmm. right? 
Um, and that's when you eat a ton of food in a short amount of time, right? And so they're finding that there is a link with ADHD and obesity, specifically with binge eating. Yes. And why? Because we lack the stimuli that we need in our ADHD brains. And so when we get like this rush of like binge eating, this sugar intake, if you will, or like carbs or like anything, it's almost like a high and you're kind of like feeling this need. And then it's like a reward based. Mm -hmm. So basically overeating to satisfy our brain's need for stimulation. Right. Right. There's also issues with um, like sensory processing, right? We know sometimes some people with ADHD, just like with autism, they mm -hmm. can't eat certain textures, right? Right. But also what, what that does is it makes it so they have problems with um, like... Understanding if you're full or if you're hungry, you're not get your, your receptors aren't going off. Like if you're full, are you hungry? Like you're not, your brain isn't communicating with your body, like what you need sometimes when you have ADHD, your processing center is kind of messed up. If you're thinking of it like a computer, like beep, boop, beep, boop, like there's a disruption in it and it, you're not getting the message sometimes. Well, it's also why like, you know, I'll buy bananas and like the kid will eat like all the bananas in two days. Right. And then I'm like, oh, we're still eating bananas. And then all of a sudden they stop, mm -hmm. right? That's an ADHD thing too, is that when kids go through or adults go through and they want certain things and then they're like, I'm never eating that again. Yeah. So I hyper focus on a food I really like yes. and I'll only eat that for a period of time. And then I'll be like, I never want to eat that again. Right. And that comes with our inability sometimes to self-regulate those things because our brain patterns are just not the same as everybody else's. Right. So I can't really do a meal prep for like a week because on Friday and Thursday, I'm like, I don't even want this. Right. You're over it. I'm like over I, it. I can't do meal planning either. I've tried. And then I'm like, no, that just doesn't sound good anymore. Like what I wanted, the recipes I pulled, all the food I bought. And it's like that goes out the window and then food is getting wasted. So we've had to learn to kind of create a different cycle with that. Yeah. And they also talk about how inattention is it as well, right? Because we will zone out, not realize what we're eating mm -hmm. or we're not paying attention to what our body is saying, right? So sometimes right. that's why we will also overeat. Right. And many people too with ADHD have food sensitivities. And this can also go alongside the sensory issues too, because you might be extra sensitive to like the food, the smell, the texture, even the noise like of eating and things like that might make it harder to function and eat or, you know, or eat more than we should. Like if you're like, oh my God, I love this. I love this so much. And you're just getting like so much enjoyment of it. And then you're like, oh, wait, what did I just do? Like I overate, like I couldn't slow down, like I couldn't regulate this. Right? Like Girl Scout cookies, you can't eat just one. <laughs> it's the whole box. So. And did you know that Girl Scouts sell more in that time period than Oreo altogether in the year? Wow. I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, that's crazy. That, that's some good not. marketing. They, yeah, they come out <laughs> once a year. So you got to get your cookies, right? right? Okay. So why is all of this, right? We talked about our brain earlier and you mentioned um, in a previous episode uh, about dopamine, right? Mm -hmm. So 
what is dopamine? So dopamine is kind of like the chemical that we that is released into our nerve cells. Into everybody's. Yeah, into everybody's. And when you have ADHD, you have a lack of this chemical um, in your brain. So we are wired differently and we are seeking that out because we're not getting enough of it. Right. So that causes impulsivity, like poor planning, you know, emotional irregulation. So your emotions are all over the place. And that leads to craving things like sugar, alcohol, carbs, carbs you know, things like that. And and so we're, we're seeking out these things. And then in, you know, lieu of this, it can cause these kind of like binging and purging and things like that, that go hand in hand with this. So that's why there's such a high correlation with it. Yeah, they do find also is that there's a medication that is being used. I can't think of the name right now. There's a medication that's used for ADHD and it's for binging um, foods. Yes. Um, Vyvanse. Yeah, that so, one. V- Vyvanse, I'm on it. Thank you. Um, is um, They use it a lot for people with binge eating and ADHD because it helps regulate both of them. And my experience is being on it. This is my personal experience. This is not medical advice, is that it has helped me with my binge eating because I was seeking out that food, you know, and so and I wasn't able to regulate, you know, and my weight got up to like 300 pounds because I was I also have PCOS and hormone issues. So like all of that combined, it was like lose lose for me. So it would help it helped me slow down and realize how to eat my food that I didn't need all this extra, you know, and so I could come compartmentalize like what I needed to eat, what was good for me, what was nutritious, what was bad and things like that. So they actually, there's also a diet too, mm-hmm. right? Uh, called the dopamine diet. Yes. Um, and that is really, I mean, a lot of us are probably craving this anyway, mm-hmm. like cheese. Oh my gosh. There's always cheese in my house, yes. right? Beef, chicken, fish. Eggs. Yes. Eggs. So like high protein, yes. right? Good nuts, good fats, like, you know, good, um, uh, like cashews and like things like not in excess, but like things, you know, omegas. almonds. Yeah. Those omega threes. Usually we are really low in like omega threes and, and things vitamin like D's. that. Mm-hmm. Those are usually things that we're low in. And so these are things that these kind of foods usually have with them. Right. Um, and so those are one way you can actually kind of get that dopamine or that happy, that happy uh, yeah. chemical hormone thing right. going. Right. Um, and and there's lots of other things too. Like they talk about like dopamine dressing or like dopamine nails or things like. What, so wait, like, wait, wait, what is a dopamine dressing and dopamine, dopamine nails? Dr- dopamine dressing is dressing and colors that make you happy. They're like bright and fun and that you love. And same thing with like, there's a whole... Um, color psychology. So like colors can influence the way that you feel. So it's like painting your nails like a bright color that like Randy's nails are always some bright color. Right now I'm actually have neutral nails on, of course. But um, so there are things that you can do to increase your dopamine levels. Um, You know, sans medication too, like just even just trying something new, a new hobby, like, you know, making a list and completing tasks on it. Oh man, being able to cross something off is so exciting. I will still to this day write 
write everything down. And even if I've already done it, I'll write it again so I can cross it off. Cross it off. Um, Listening to music that you enjoy or, you know, a podcast that you enjoy. And there's also whole like dopamine, like albums and stuff you can like search up like on, you know, Apple Music or like Spotify and stuff like that, that like help you, you know, elevate like those feelings. And you'll notice too, like a lot of people who have ADHD, We'll put on like music to like get tasks and stuff done because it can also help us focus yes. because we need that additional stimuli. And so these are the things that can help us when we're like have an eating disorder and we're like we're we're straining because we want to binge or you want to purge or things like that. Like try to implement some of these other things that can give you kind of like that rush and help you balance out. Yeah, I think I listened to Tool the entire way through grad school. Yeah. I think that that drum line just got me through Mm -hmm. all of my studying and being able to concentrate and focus. Yeah, it was like, why do I like, um, like, um, like rave music, like so much, like when I was like studying, it was that where they say like, you know, classical music and stuff too. Like when you study, like it elevates, like, Mm -hmm. because your, your brain, because it's like, you're, it's stimulating different parts of your brain that you're normally when you have ADHD is getting understimulated. It's also having, um, more frequent meals like snacks Mm -hmm. is a good thing too, right? If you can snack healthy, um, I used to have like nuts, I would snack on nuts still to this day. Yeah. Right. Those are really good. Um, and that's what I did too. When I, when I worked on my relationship with food, I broke down that I needed to eat like at least six times a day. Mm-hmm. I needed to have a little, I'm, I, I'm not a big breakfast person. I'm not a big lunch person either, but like I needed to just have those little tiny snacks. A lot of times they're like, don't snack, don't snack. Well, for me and for my brain, that's what I need. That's what works for my personality and my schedule and things like that. So I'm at least getting that nutrition and then not binging, you know, and waiting like all day long and then eating, you know, all night long. Yeah. I mean, the other part, it's also exercise, mm-hmm. getting out and getting some exercise, getting some vitamin D, jumping on your bike, your treadmill, yeah. whatever it is that Not you're doing. Not an excess, but a healthy amount. Yeah. And a healthy amount. You know, sometimes they'll say, if you can't do an hour, do 10, 15 minutes, 20 minutes. That's that's awesome, especially for our brains. Um, you can try meditation, try some yoga, mm-hmm. which sounds counterintuitive, but you know, it it is not. It is. I really like, you would think I love yoga. And I think because it does give me like that moment to just pause because I do have a hard time relaxing. Mm-hmm. And so um, just to allow that and that Uh, The meditation and stuff, when I listen, I do guided meditation and stuff like that because it walks me through it. So I'm still being stimulated, but in a relaxing way. So it works, you know, for me. But it's like, why can these be misdiagnosed though? So a lot of times, I think when you look at like traditional medicine, they'll say you're overweight, you need to lose weight. Mm -hmm. They're not looking at why are you obese? Right. They're assuming that you're obese because you're lazy or that you're you're, just eating the wrong food. You're eating the wrong foods or you have no will control, willpower, right? Mm -hmm. And And this goes into medical gaslighting that we talk about in episode 13, which is really important. We need to go to the source of why these things are happening, not just like you're fat or like you're anorexic or you're underweight or you're overweight. No, no, no. It's like, let's go back to the beginning. And where is this stemming from? Right. And I think they are finding more and more that if they're going to treat the ADHD, right, Mm -hmm. then we're not going to have the obesity that goes along with it. Right. And so, you know... 
until they start looking at the why versus the blaming. And that goes back to yeah. that gaslighting piece, right? Yeah. Um, I remember, you know, I used, there was a, in California, um, I had uh, a, an insurance plan. I don't want to say the name, okay. but, you know, they would, you go in for your toe hurting and they'd say, oh, you're overweight. Right. You go in for, you know, something else. Oh, you got to lose weight. Right. Everything is you have to lose weight instead of going, why? Mm-hmm. Why are you this way? They assume it's because you're just eating too damn much. Okay, yeah, but why? Mm-hmm. And I think like a lot of it comes down to too, is we still don't have a lot of research on this stuff. Like I just had my gallbladder removed too in like an emergency surgery. And I was like, really like, why? Why is this happening? Wh- what could cause this? What is this? Because they were like, well, do you drink alcohol? And I was like, no. And that was like their only thing. And then I said, well, what are the other reasons? And they were like, um, you're fat or you're over 40. And I was like, really? Oh, and fair. Yeah. Or fair, fair. skin. Fair skin. And they were like, they're like, well, you're not fat. And I said, well, I used to be, thank you very much. You know, but again, fat shaming, you know? Oh, she was hot. That uh, She was so mad about that. Yeah. And, um, so I was like, people talk to me like that. Cause like I'm thinner now and not knowing that I used to weigh like 300 pounds, like most of my life. And so it's very interesting being on that other end of the conversation and letting them know they're being assholes of the way that they talk about people being overweight. But I was like, that's not a reason. Like, let's get like to the core of why this is happening. And I think we need to advocate for ourselves and we need to ask these hard questions and we need to force these other professionals to be like, hey, look at this. Help me find the source of this so I am not being misdiagnosed or my kids are not being misdiagnosed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, 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 I think that we're just going to find that there's such a huge link in, in obesity and, and the foods, right? We talk mm-hmm. about, I let people know all the time to get rid of red dye 40. Yeah. Right. Get rid of red dye 40, especially if you're ADHD, because it just triggers our brains. It isn't good anyway. And I think we're like the only country that allows it. Other yeah. countries don't. And it's in everything. When you start trying to look at what has red dye 40 and what and then take it away from your kid. Because there are a lot of chemicals in our food here in yes, the U.S. the processing. And it's not necessarily like they say like, it's not really like food when you have ADHD, not good food. It's food with chemicals in it mm-hmm. that impact us because we really do. Like I read some really alarming statistic like a while ago that was saying like, we don't need as much embalming fluid as we did previously when we die because our bodies are so well preserved from all the preservatives we eat in our food. Ew. It's really gross. That's so gross. And on that note, yeah, <laughs> we're going to leave you. <laughs> ew. Okay. Get rid of all the chemicals. Yuck. Yeah. And so just do these things and dig into the source so you can find out if there is a link between ADHD or an eating disorder if you have that you know struggle in your life. And we hope we have helped you guys dig through some of this. Yeah. Ew. Okay. <laughs> all right. We'll talk to you again later, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening and normalizing mental health with us. Don't forget to check out our free resources and favorites on our website, unapologeticallyrandyandjess.com. Like and share this episode and tune in next week.